All right, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Deliberate Zoomer with Silas and Katya. This week, we talk about roly-poly and how you feel like a roly-poly. We talk about navigating personalities, and then we dive into our books of the week. I read Surrounded by Idiots, and Silas read Read People Like a Book. We kind of both picked similar books this week, so it's fun how that ended up. And we closed up talking about mindsets and the power of positive and negative mindsets. And then we saluted Mr. Beast and called it a day. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Hello, hello. How is it going today? Uh, it's going. Uh, why are you Tired. trying to cancel on me? Because I'm exhausted and I wanted to go for a run because oh. I feel overweight today. <laughs> so it was my birthday this week. And I don't say that to get attention. I say it to point out that a whole bunch of people, by the way, shout out to you and Michael. Thanks for the flowers. <laughs> um, um, a whole bunch of people got me goodies. So my fiance and her family, we had cake on Sunday and then they sent me home with some of the cake and the brownies. And I'm like, I'm not going to let these things go to waste, especially <laughs> like I, I just can't let them go to waste. Like there's also this thing between my fiance is always making me food and I'm like, oftentimes some of it goes to waste and she gets upset. So I make sure I eat it. And then I got treats from my family. I got uh, muffins and some other stuff. And then today I show up at work and Davis has bought a Whole Foods cake and has it sitting on my desk. I didn't eat the whole thing. I have them help me with it, but it's still like half a cake left. So in general feeling a bit roly-poly and i wanted to go go for a run and i have a meeting after this so i was just trying to figure out a way i could make that happen I, I, love, I, love that analogy. I love that analogy feeling a bit roly-poly maybe that's what i'll title this episode <laughs> i mean yeah oh, really? i don't like i don't like feeling out of shape it really makes me depressed to be honest uh whenever i can like if i can't if i stand up straight and you're like straight my back up and i still have my gut sticking out it's uh it's not a good situation Okay, now I feel good about getting you flowers because I was going to get you a cake, but it didn't have same day delivery on it. So I kind of felt bad. So I'm like, I don't know who else is going to make him a cake. But now I'm really, really happy I stuck with the flowers. Yeah, I mean, it's Lent. Usually I wouldn't be eating this junk. Yeah. Um, so I'm a little bit bloated because of all the sugar. It's just like causing me to have gut bloat. But it's whatever. I'm, I'm really grateful for everybody being nice to me. What did you think of the vase the flowers came in? It's like a dorky smiley face, isn't it? It's nice, yeah. I like it. Who picked that out? Michael. Michael, yeah. Of course. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, we gotta get him this one. <laughs> it is good. I like it a lot. It's so random though because I was going down. I forget why. I was going down. I thought something had been delivered, so I was actually walking down to go like check if a delivery had come, and it just so happens that the the door the person who was living at flowers called at that same time and he had to, i had to let him in because the, the intercom wasn't working mm -hmm. so it was like totally random that i went down exactly at the same time he was he was getting there but yeah awesome. what uh what do you want to talk about this week this week i would like to dive into actually kind of plays into the book i'm reading i want to dive into knowing kind of getting to know people better and and i want to explain that a little bit um, the book I'm reading, and I mean, maybe we can go into books right away too. The book I'm reading is called Surrounded by Idiots. And it is a book 
based that that is all about the fact that people have different personalities and you may often say like this person's just he's he's so stupid like he's such an idiot but in reality he might be really freaking smart you just don't understand him and um so at, at the start of this book i believe it was part of the introduction the um author i should probably pull up his name so i can give him credit he in the introduction he was talking about how he was um having a meeting with this like high flutin executive and the executive said everybody who works for me are idiots and um you know the author was like well how how is that possible that they're all idiots he goes they're all just like really really dumb and i don't actually need any of them um thomas erickson is the um author and then uh erickson goes well who hired these idiots and the executive actually like kicked him out of the meeting he like wouldn't continue talking um and so the entire book, it, it goes into kind of like the disc assessment personalities. So it, it is based off of that structure. And um, he like goes a little bit into like the four personality types. So, you know, like sanguine, melancholic, phlegmatic, um, lyric. So he takes a lot of different like personality tests and talks about them and discusses the kind of people who have these personalities. And then he goes into how you can better your relationship, how you can make the sale more likely, how you can gain a deeper understanding of these people if you can simply pinpoint their personality. Um, and, and I thought it was a very interesting topic because I think so many times we don't give people enough credit or simply do not understand people when that all could be fixed with like a little bit of knowledge on like the different personalities and like not everybody's like you, which is good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's obvious, but maybe it's not. I mean, to me, this, these books around pinpointing people's personalities, I've never found them. There's many books like this, by the way, I've never found them that interesting mainly because I mean, it's, I think it's helpful to know how different people think, but I hate the idea of trying to like be like, Oh, this person is that type of character. I think it's more important just to understand that everybody is different and there's like certain different kind of types, if you will, archetypes of people. And you just need to know that whoever you're talking to, you might have to speak to them differently than you speak to other people. Maybe this is something that comes naturally for me because I've always been very, very adaptive to whoever I'm speaking with. And, you know, like even when I change, like when I, when I go back to Wisconsin, you know, I, I put on my flannel and I just kind of blend in a bit more with Wisconsin usually, except when I get to the airport, I like to make people know that I'm not coming from Wisconsin, but once I'm in Wisconsin, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I blend in, I fit, fit in with what they're doing. It's kind of how I do whenever I move places. When I moved to Florida, I just wore like, you know, uh, short sleeve button ups that have flowers on them and wore shorts every day. Right. Like I have done this naturally. So I don't know if it's not something other people do naturally, but I kind of find these books a little bit I know. I just don't like when people try to put people in buckets too much. I just I think mean, everybody I, I, needs to recognize you have to adapt to the people you're talking because their communication style is probably different than yours. So yeah, I guess I agree. Yeah. But, but I think that it's, it's twofold. So number one, you're, you're very adaptive obviously. And I don't think everybody is as adaptive as you are. And I think that that helps a lot, but the reason I think these kind of books are important is because number one, you get to know yourself better. And like, there's a lot of things that I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And like, oh, this is how I most like perceived. 
And um, I think that that's very good to know, especially like with the negative stuff. Like I say this, I don't realize possibly people are taking it negatively, but maybe just doesn't sound as great. Um, but, but I think that one of the biggest realizations I had while I was reading this book, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so Silas. Like <laughs> you came to my mind probably like half a dozen times because I was, um, he was like explaining people with almost exact your personality, just like a relentless drive for like greatness and, and just to like, and basically just like your relentless drive. And like, I'm able to understand that more. And I think if I were, if I were somebody in the sales industry, I would absolutely like do a deep, deep dive into these personalities because I think it makes selling all the easier. At least if you're in person, I don't know how it'd be over the phone, but like in person, you could like pick up on cues and you could be like, this person wants somebody who will listen more than talk. And um, those kind of cues that you can pick up on. Yeah, you can pick up them on the phone too. It's just about learning how to listen to the words they choose and the speed of their voice, the height, the sound of their voice, the tamper, timbre, et cetera. I mean, this is actually interesting because this was a thing. I didn't really have a topic, but this is something I would thought about talking about, which is mastering yourself. And I think that I talked about it on the Intentional Tuesday, but the point being that these books, these types of things that understand other people's personalities, like you said, it helps you understand your own. And to me, that was my topic for the week would be you need to understand yourself to understand others better, but also just in life, if you understand yourself, in my mind, that is that is kind of like the true way to succeed in life is if you understand yourself, because if you understand yourself, you'll start to recognize, hey, when I'm feeling this way, it's because of X or Y. And then it's it's like you have this kind of continual compass that's always guiding you. And learning how to, to develop that, I think, is important. It also plays into my book of the week, which was how to read any, I think it's called how to read anybody or anyone like a book. Uh, let me just get you the title officially. Um, read people like a book, how to analyze, understand, and predict people by Patrick King. It was a pretty short book, relatively basic. I, I think it's good for people who haven't read a lot of these books. I've read a lot of these books already, so it wasn't that revealing to me it was like a summary of it all but in general he's just pointing out a lot of psychological things he talks about some of the different types like briggs Meyer, myers briggs and um he talks about the enneagram types and things like that to understand how to read people to me again this is like going back to when i worked in insurance sales with your dad explaining all these things to me it's super basic but it is a very good book i think for people who are not familiar with the space relatively punchy uh, of a book it's not too long you know it's it's not um it's not made out to be more than it really should be so it's a good book for people to read if they're not familiar with um psychology and, and understanding people okay that's actually kind of fun that it just so happened that we kind of are reading similar books this week mm-hmm. i like that great one. i also started i also started reading the book this book called the four by scott galloway does anybody do you know who uh professor scott galloway is yeah i know him i've never read the book though um don't read it dude it's such a waste i mean there's some interesting things he says in there but my my issue with with prof g or whatever he calls himself is that he's just like he's just after clickbait in some ways like he says things that are um abrasive just to like get people like to to notice what he's saying which is like maybe it's maybe it's good i guess you could say maybe it's like 
obviously he's succeeded at doing and getting attention. But then there's like all this stuff in the book where he's talking about how like big tech is evil, blah, blah, blah. And then it, the book, by the way, specifically is about Amazon, Facebook, Apple, and Google as like these four big companies that are evil in some in, in some way or another. And then there's times where he's basically praising the New York Times. And I'm like, dude, like <laughs> you're saying that these are these like, like super clean like journalists. But if you look at history, their record is like really bad for being on the wrong side of everything, like on the wrong side of the the issues in Cuba on the wrong side of the issues with Hitler, like just they've been wrong and he's like praising them. And then he, you go further and you realize, Oh, he's actually talking about it because at one point he was a major shareholder in it. It's like, so this is just, to me, it's like total bullshit. I'm like, dude, I don't like you. <laughs> I like some of his talks, by the way, I do have to say some of his talks are good, but this book is not that worth it in my opinion. I think you automatically lose a level of respect for people when you feel like they're just out there for clout. It's just, it's a massive respect killer, honestly. I mean, the guy makes, I think, like 400 grand for a speaking fee when he speaks or something. It's, maybe that's wrong, but it's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but anyways, um, what else did you want to talk about? Well, let's dive into wins of the week and um, then we'll see what the next topic is (laughs) you can go first yeah for me my win of the week is i bought a standing desk i have my standing desk coming actually sorry it's already here i gotta install it we kind of put it up tonight i would say my win of the week is you know my win of the week is gaslighting my sister into coming to visit us this weekend i think that was a huge achievement by my brother and i we actually didn't think we would pull it off but we did it and um so she's coming tomorrow and staying until sunday so i'm pretty excited for that how'd you do that i don't know we just kind of like called her every single day for a week and we're all whiny and then we offered to buy her a ticket and all that stuff we didn't end up paying for the ticket but um she is coming (laughs) wait so you said you would buy her a ticket and then she came and you didn't buy her ticket no so here's the deal we said we'd buy her a ticket and then she goes no guys i don't think i can come and we just like kept pushing and pushing and then we told her her ticket time was expired and then she decided to come because we were pushing so much so uh nice that's a win that is pretty cool um yeah i mean i don't really have a whole lot of other things i mean that's um the my biggest thing was self-mastery and i think it is important if people are really interested in self-mastery, there's so many books. We've talked about some of them on here, but some of them that are interesting for the mindset stuff are Psycho-Cybernetics. Some people might think it's a bit wacky, but I think it's quite good. Psycho-Cybernetics is one. There's a couple of books along the lines of that one. I actually, um, one of my um, buddies had just started reading one of the Psycho-Cybernetic books and he was like, man, this is so crazy. He goes, I don't, I don't know what this is. Is there one with, is there one on sales? Yeah, who is this? I'm I, I'm not gonna say his name on here, but I was like, bro, I said just read the ultimate sales machine. <laughs> no, 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 dude. The zero resistance selling is literally a book that every salesperson must read if they want to be successful, especially oh, I, if they have I any didn't, I didn't mental dis- blocks. I didn't discourage him from reading zero resistance selling. It was just a lot for him, so I said start with um start with the ultimate sales machine and then go ahead and read it and read the zero resistance. Ah, I think that's stupid. I think it's actually the other way around. I think zero resistance selling is easier than 
the ultimate sales machine because that has a whole bunch of other things where it's the marketing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Zero resistance selling is about getting your mindset right and knowing and, and basically pushing yourself mentally to achieve, which is a huge thing. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there who have mental blocks I've noticed. And um, if you don't uh, overcome mental blocks, like you, you're, you're going to struggle with things generally. So I highly recommend if you're somebody who has, even if you don't think you have mental blocks, you probably do. So if you're struggling with anything, whether that's a sales role, it's very easy to tell when it's sales role, but sales role or just something that you're having a trouble overcoming, you most likely have a mental block. So you should consider um, thinking about that and de- determining what your belief system is. If your belief system is something negative, you will basically be putting a wall up. I think I've talked about this before, but my last year, not last year, the year before in uh, recruitment, I, at the beginning of the year, this had been, I had been in recruitment for about 10 months and then going into 2021, I told my boss, I said, Hey, you know, I'd like to do 400 grand in terms of billings this year. And he, he said, you know what, if, if you did that, that would be absolutely incredible. And he said it in a way that was like, basically saying like, Hey, that's kind of impossible, but you could do it kind of thing. And I told myself every single day I would wake up and be like, okay, I'm going to, I would envision the, I, the number of 400,000. Right. And it took me, I was really far behind in the beginning of the year, about halfway through, I had, you know, only like a hundred up on the board. And, and then in the last few, few months of the year, actually didn't even, it was mostly from like August to October, November, put up enough to break four four twenty five or something like that. And that was a moment where it really proved to me those things with the, 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 the zero resistance selling type mentality, where it's like, if you envision a certain outcome and you genuinely, you know, imagine it, imagine you've broken through it and and believe in it, you can achieve those things. And it was really powerful for me to, to feel that. And I think a lot of people should, should do something like this, where they have this kind of goal that seems kind of out of reach, but they just really believe and they push and push and push and convince yourself that it's true and that you can achieve it. And you most likely will do it. I actually really like that this, the conversation took this turn because um, I thought about it. I was in the car when you're like, Hey, come up with topics for tonight. And I was like, okay, I want to talk about, I guess, mindset, but mostly like positive versus negative mindset. And, and I know that that's something that people probably discuss a lot, but um I've been kind of in this defeatist mindset lately, especially with like, I lost a bigger client and I just don't know what to do next. And I have, I have such a deep rooted fear of failure or being perceived as a failure. So whenever I experience like great setbacks, I struggle a lot. Like every day I have to reassure myself, like I am not failing. This is all just like part of the journey. And um, today, especially it was like a really hard day. I was talking to my mom on the phone and I was like, I just, I said, I feel like such a loser. I said, I, I cannot, like this entrepreneur shit. I said, I don't know why I ever thought it was a good idea. And, um, you know, my mom obviously had some encouraging, encouraging words as moms always do. But then I went on um, the Deliberate Zoomer Instagram. And one of the first things that popped up was a clip of Mr. Beast. And um, he was like, having this interview with his team or uh, I think he was probably shooting a podcast or something. And one of his team members goes, um, Jimmy would tell us every day, 
guys, we are going to be the greatest in the world. And he said that every single day and they were only at like 2 million followers. Um, but every single day he said, we are going to be the greatest in the world. And um, he said like he got his very itty bitty team in meetings really often just to like motivate them and to hype them up and to get them all on the same page and in the same mindset of we are going to be the greatest in the world. And I actually, I posted uh, that clip on the Deliberate Zoomer story just because I thought that was, it was such a, it was exactly what I needed to hear when I needed to hear it. And um, so I, I think that that's like a big one is always having those reassuring thoughts, but like believing them too. Like we, like I will build something amazing. I will do something amazing. Honestly, I'm pretty sure that Mr. Beast is one of the greatest in our generation. I will say Honestly, that. Honestly, Mr. Beast is legit a G. <laughs> like, yeah, he really is. He, he's the best. I love Mr. Beast. I mean, I didn't know about his story a lot until I heard his Joe Rogan episode. Um, his, his episode on Joe Rogan, and I loved it. And um, what you said is really, really important, though. I think that it's important... For a couple things to remember that nobody n- every day is not perfect right life is not a static thing where you you like climb a ladder and then you just kind of like sit on a terrace and enjoy the view that's not exactly how it works there there are ups and downs like it's it's more like an ocean right there's times where the it's calm sailing or whatnot and then there's times where it's just like holy shit we're gonna die kind of thing right and if people can rem- recognize that and then recognize also that everyone else has that going on in life, nobody, nobody's like immune to that. Even people who appear to be massively successful, those people have that same shit. They have stuff going on with their relationships. They have stuff going on with their businesses. There's all kinds of things that are happening or, or that happen on occasion. Maybe it's not constant, but there are things going on. And it's important to remember that just because there's things don't seem to be going well doesn't mean it's the end of the world, right? And it's it is important to remember your vision for what you want to achieve. But it's also okay to be like patient with yourself and recognize that you're not the only one going through this stuff. And uh, you know, from a Christian perspective, that also like it's not we don't have to rely only on ourselves. Like it's not all on our shoulders. Um, we have God to help us, at least you and I would agree with that. Maybe some people listening aren't religious, but we we have that perspective right so yeah mentality is important i think that this is unless you had something else you wanted to dive into i think that this is a pretty good place to end the episode and call it a day let's go mr beast let's go mr beast thanks for tuning in everyone we will see you next week hey guys thanks for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed please do like subscribe tap the bell for notifications If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we really appreciate that review and that rating. And we'll see you next time on the Deliberate Zoomer Podcast.